so much for being here with me. Thank you for coming. Thank, it's just lovely to be with you. I wanted just to first start with how you went from being a super successful model into being a nutritionist. I don't, do you know what, I think it was all lots of kids actually. I think probably it was, that was a bit of a punctuation mark in between both jobs because I had, well, I had, I had one child quite young and then I had two back to back 30 and 31 and that was kind of an age when you're a model where things you know work slowing down it's not that I you know it's sort of like you're getting a bit old really for the job you're doing I mean you know what it's great now because lots of people you know I still work and I'm 45 yeah so but anyway but it was a bit of punctuation because also I didn't want to travel I had three children and modeling is a very travel heavy job and also my body after three kids was a bit like, oh, I, didn't, I wasn't really in the headspace. I wanted to be with my kids. Yeah. So it was a bit of, I'd, you know, and I'd worked as a model for, well, at that point, since I was 17. Mm. So, you know, it, I'd had a really, and had a really good time doing it. But I was also, I suppose, in the back of my mind aware that I wanted to, there was, I wanted to work. I'm a worker. And I, I was just like, oh, I don't know if modelling really fits my, yeah. it's going to fit my life anymore. So... I had to start thinking about what am I going to do and what do I love actually and what I love and I've always loved is things that heal and um, I've grown up in rent complementary medicine my whole life and I suppose then it was also what I was feeding my kids you're like and also as a model so from the fashion industry the fashion industry is very food they're very into their food and like what will make you look better what will make you feel better you know so I think that it take that in addition to sort of what am I giving to my kids and why am I giving it to my children ended up with me going you know then wanting to know more and also wanting to use it as a career so then I had to go back to college yeah it's funny I think quite a lot of people do that don't they when they have kids they go oh I don't want to do the job I was doing before I want to change and and do something that's going to fit in around the kids yeah so that was a good choice then yeah yeah and also I wanted something that was I had that I it's funny because as a model you're sort of your career is somewhat not your own like it's not something you know it's it's all well for me it's all happened to me and it was great and I loved it but I kind of wanted something that I could build and felt secure that I would be able to you know sort of grow in as I got older and um and I know and and sort of have a bit of control over yeah so so going back to college at the age I think I went back at 33 should I have it 33 it was a really, I don't know, it's kind of just, I, do you know, I felt really grateful. I'd had this amazing career. Yeah. And then I had the time and the, you know, yeah. time to go back and do it and start all start fresh, start again. It's funny with modelling, isn't it, that you can have a career so young. When, yeah. uh, when everyone else is sort of building on their careers, you've kind of done modelling and then you're like, oh, no, I need to do something else. So it's yeah. quite nice, though, yeah, you felt like you could actually yeah. create something for yourself. Yeah. And I do think that actually the modelling thing, people say you don't have any control. You definitely do have put input into a creative process, which I think you either, it depends how creative you want to get with it. You know, how involved do you want to get on a shoot day? Do you want to yeah. just put the clothes on and stand in front of a camera? Or do you want to take part in the, that creative process? Which is kind of what I enjoyed about it. Because, you know, you work with the same team. You So there is that, but it's true. You can't, it's like the building process on building on your knowledge and building on your experience and all those things doesn't necessarily add up in modelling the same way as it does in other careers. So, you know, and I think I felt really, I mean, you know, I had a child at 24 and everyone was like, oh, you're too young. And I was like, hang on a second. I've travelled loads. I own my own house. I, you know, it's sort of like you end up in a very strange position where other 24-year-olds are leaving university. Yeah. 
and you're sort of in this weird, you've had this whole weird world. But then actually it's funny seeing my, my daughter's now in her third year at university and I'm like, damn, I missed a lot of fun. They yeah. have such a good time. Yeah. Did she? And so she got into modelling as well. Was that, did you help her with that or did, you, did she, was that something she just naturally wanted to do? Well, I was very much like, you need to make it your choice because I didn't go to university because I was like, oh, I'm going to take a gap year 14 years later, still yeah. haven't gone back. And I said to her, you know, you need to remember what, your cho- what you chose to do. And she wanted to go to university and study politics. And I said, you know, modelling is brilliant. But also the thing that's nice about the fashion industry or that I've noticed change is that they don't really just want models anymore. They want a woman. They want somebody who's got a voice, somebody who's got something to say. Um, and actually, I think her, so she's with, with Kate's agency and they are very, they very much encourage people rather than just faces, you know. So she, I just said to her, you can do both. Yeah. Know, and you can. And she, so she loves university because that's what she wanted to do. Yeah. And then she has a really nice time doing that, doing the, you know, I mean, it's a really great, you know, you can actually literally do both. So she does and it works really well. Yeah. And I think you're such a great role model as well for having like a really balanced but healthy attitude. Have you advised other models now about how to kind of manage their lifestyle <laughs> in a more healthy way? Well, um, so sometimes, well, you know what is so funny is it's so different now. I'm laughing. I'm like, I go to shows, I'm like, what, they've got nuts and like, you know, like fruit and there's no alcohol to be seen. I'm like, honestly, at nine o'clock in the morning, the first show of the day, there would be champagne. And I mean, it just, it sounds really decadent, but that's not what I mean. I just mean, that's what there would be. There'd be croissants and champagne and you'd be like, (laughs) I know exactly. But, um, and it's so different now. I think actually there's so much more caretaking going on. The fact that they can't, there's an age limit. Yeah. And you have to get your BMI exactly. checked. You probably shouldn't be drinking at that age anyway. Probably shouldn't <laughs> all that time of the day. Yeah. But I mean, I do. And then all day, at every show. All day, exactly, all day. I mean, we did have a really good time, but it was a very, I feel like there's a lot more caretaking because you're yeah. really young. Yeah. You're, you know, you're very young, so. And they feel um, like they don't take um, models so young as no, well anymore, do they? they? Don't. No, there's an age limit now. Yeah. And so, and then, so I have been into agencies and talked to the models sometimes yeah. about it. Cause, but um, I think they're quite savvy. I mean, it was funny actually. I did catering. I sometimes I, you know, do food for the, some of the shows, and I did food, and I did an asparagus thing, and the girls were like, "I'm not eating that." I said, "Why are you not eating that?" I said, "Because it makes your pee smell." <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh my god, yeah. girls, come on. <laughs> yeah, it does though, doesn't it? it? Does. In a really weird way, like really strong, really strong. So funny. Anyway, that was a lesson learned. I was like, okay, some people really find that offensive. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I loved because um, I was listening to you on another podcast, and you're talking about your clients having to. Like when you get a client in your clinic and say to them, you know, you need to do this and this and this, you have to actually work with what's possible for them. So you can't say to someone, Mike, you have to give up this, you have to give up that, you have to give up, because then people fail. And that's yeah. kind of, I think that's a lot of the, been the problem with health stuff is that you think, right, I'm going to be really healthy this week. I'm not going to have any chocolate, any sugar, no alcohol. And then you do one of those things and you go, oh, right, fuck it, I've got it all yeah. wrong. Yeah, you So do. we're too, like, we're quite critical of ourselves, aren't we? Yeah, and it's true. And if you set someone up to, well, not set them up to fail, but if they feel like they, I mean, nobody, nobody, nobody I know fucks up and then goes, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to stop this right here, and I'm going to make the right decision, and I'm going to get back on the wagon, or they'll start exercising. It goes in a whole spiral for yeah. however long: week, two weeks, three yeah. months. You know, like I know now at this time of year, if people start screwing things up, that in their mind, what they perceive is that, then it'll be, oh, sod it, I'll do it till after New Year. Yeah, you know, and then that's the whole. So I think, I think, and sort of A, acknowledging that and allowing yeah. people space to 
I think any extreme, my big thing is any extreme eating, whether it's really healthy eating or really mm. unhealthy eating or drinking every day or not drinking at all. If you can find balance, it's a much better place to be. It's that great old um, saying of a bit more, um, I can't even say it now. But it's like a bit of what you like won't yeah, kill you or Yeah, something. exactly, a little bit of what And also just a bit of balance, having a little bit of everything is, you know. But I do think also, I think especially with stressed clients, I, or people you know work all the hours I think telling somebody like that that they've had to stop working isn't going to help so mm. you need to sort of try and help them just gently it's small steps because you can see people evolve when they start like looking slightly differently at things they start to change the way they behave and mm. they start to change what they're they hold really important you know those um, people who work oh, all hours got tens they end up that's what they focus on. And then if you start to change that, sort of go, take a little bit of time for you, go mm. for a walk, don't go to the gym and do a massive hit class. Mm. Then it changes their, their sort of perspective slowly but surely. And then they start wanting different things. Yeah, yeah. I know that's good, isn't it? Because otherwise you are, you're, you're kind of setting people up for too much of a fall. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But uh, it's funny what you said about Christmas as well, because... Um, Someone said that to me. Oh, I'm going to go with chocolate, but it's not. I might as well wait until after Christmas. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's so funny. And I guess that's what you want people to do: is trying to find a more balanced diet, a healthy diet all the time. Yeah, I mean, consistency is much better than you know, like short shot. I mean, actually, I say that the reason I'm hesitating is because I do believe in a plan. Like, I yes. definitely think there is place for for getting back on track. I think that's the really good, like, breaker of, like, okay, do you know what? I need like to do reset. something. Like yeah. a reset. Like a reset, whether it's a three-day... So I just did a three-day juice fast, and which is hard. It's not I easy know, to do. I saw it. looked amazing. And yeah. people really like, you know, and yeah. I haven't... It's sort of the first time I've done it because it is quite hard. But yeah. Or, you know, like, even just... But also, you learn something from every time you do, like, a, oh, if it's a two-week anti-inflammatory. You do learn something, and it puts you back on track. And with yeah. that, you've learned some information to go back into your every day but having said that consistency is what may, will maintain you for longer you know there's no point doing those sort of things and then going back to burgers yeah. and beer and then you know just using it as like it sort of becomes like a yo-yo diet I mean it is, yeah it becomes like a yo-yo diet it's... so kind of just yeah like wreck yourself and then go and do a week yeah a, a, a retreat somewhere is not really what you want people to do no. but yeah the yeah I know it's funny this time of year though it might it's really nice time to do a reset because you do start feeling a bit sluggish and it's like wintry and it's yeah. you know more restrictions everywhere so actually it's probably a really good time yeah. to do it isn't I it? really enjoyed doing it actually at this time normally I'm like well not normally actually but it was really good to do it normally I suppose I think of it more Octobery sort of seasonally yeah but um it was a really great time to do it in November because you're right because it is a bit like Especially this November when there's no yeah. fireworks and there's no Halloween. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and like this time normally I'm like, okay, now I have to see everyone I know yes. before Christmas and everyone I ever work with, every, every member of my family, <laughs> yeah. we have to all get together. And now you're like, no, I can't see, no, can't see them. No, they're not in my bubble. No, I probably can't see them. She's too, you know. It's terrible, isn't it? It's, it's like, where is the Christmas cheer? Hopefully we'll all be, it will be okay. But I yeah, just it's been a tricky year, it. isn't it? It's been a really tricky year yeah. and I have to say it's it's sort of a bit I mean I think now it's more about mental health than actual Covid I think mental health is a really um big place especially coming out to Christmas Christmas is a tough time of year anyway yeah it's you know I mean I get really excited about Christmas yeah. it, but um, I get just excited about food and cooking <laughs> yeah yeah it's a good time for it's that, a good time it? but I, it's interesting actually what the positives of it have been in you know talking about people who are stressed out like work-wise um 
it's changed people's perspective I yeah. think you know like I had to go to London and work yesterday and obviously we're, you know the, there's lots of restrictions in place but you are allowed to go to work if you have to it's interesting how um, I feel like it's taken the sting out of that commuter lifestyle at yeah. the moment people are like working at home they're working really well at home you know so it's interesting how it's the posit- there will be positives yeah. that come out of it and those sort of things will it be- kind of needed to rebalance didn't it because yeah. we had like there was the internet uh, made was supposed to make everyone's life really easy but it just made everyone's life really hectic and really busy to get emails in the middle of the night and everyone's rushing around and then yeah the sort of lockdowns completely shut that uh, the other way and then thank god for the technology but then you are missing the sort of interaction with people yeah. that's it so hopefully yeah yeah. It will come will be more balanced. It'll come more balanced. I think there will be good things. And just that sort of sense of actually, you know when you talk about the Christmas thing of like having seven actually as soon as you say that I'm like, Oh my god, I'm not gonna miss that at all. No, actually. <laughs> like that, like yeah, but if I see you on the twenty second, then when will I see that you know, like I'm not gonna miss that. At I all, know, actually. yeah. Because then normally you're so exhausted by Christmas, Christmas and then people so many people get ill. Yeah, and my kids. So often, one would be ill just because they've been to too many parties and yeah. too much chocolate and too. Yeah, and you're like, oh, it's Christmas Day, and yeah. I'm ill. Great. Exactly. Yeah. Actually, my husband always like he's, he's like, you say you love it, Rose, but actually, you're so stressed out. By it. <laughs> you're like, I'm having a really good time. Yeah, but he's like, you actually are really stressed out. Yeah, like, there's some truth in that. Yeah, I think mums <laughs> definitely overdo it. Yeah, for because you want to make everything perfect for everyone. Yeah, remember I used to at the stocking and be like, right, you have to have some art thing, you have to have pajamas you have to have this something educational something sport it's like ridiculous yeah, yeah. yeah exactly and also that consumerism I know yeah. it's not great for the high street but I feel like that because also there's financial constraints in place now because people haven't earned money yeah. or you know so I feel like maybe I'll just take the, take the heat it might out be a of, mellow one might, might it? be a mellow one which yeah. might not be a bad thing yeah I was wondering about Christmas and everything and drinking like I really don't drink that often but I do quite like to drink sometimes but I find that I get sometimes I get really bad hangovers and I was wondering do you think that it's to do with your period cycle because before you have your period you have a lot more estrogen and I read that that perhaps is a time where it's more difficult to process alcohol so the the estrogen especially as you get into your 40s and 50s um detoxifying or getting rid of it from the body is you know efficiently it can really slow your liver down right so so it could be that also things like candida have been shown to reduce um, alcohol yeah um, you know efficiently processing alcohol so if even if you've got a mild overgrowth of yeast then that can that can be i remember having one woman in my clinic who terrible terrible candida and when she was like oh i can't drink anymore i was like oh but it's probably the candida she was thrilled she was like yeah god great so i get rid of the candida and i can drink again i was like yes that wasn't really the reaction i know because i've always thought that i've done quite well because i think well i'm quite healthy so when i have a few drinks i'm normally fine but then recently i've been either i'm not as i probably need to do a reset or as i'm getting older maybe it's becoming more hormonal my sister always goes oh when you get older you're gonna find it really difficult to get over hangovers and then well, your, your estrogen definitely starts fluctuating so people mm. always say well, hang on we say we need more estrogen but then you're telling me that we need to detoxify faster it's because it fluctuates so your estrogen levels can go up down, yeah. oh. so I think just making sure that you get taken on board the right nutrients to help your liver pathways is really good so things like your cabbage and um, cruciferous vegetables um, are really, you know, really important yeah. for those things. And then things that's where DIM, everyone talks about DIM, the DIM supplement is really key for women in their late 40s, early 50s. Yeah. You know, if you're feeling perimenopausal, 
Um, but even, I think just as you get older, where your liver tends to, it's had quite a lot of, well, my liver has definitely had a lot of wear and tear. So a bit of loving your liver is not a bad thing to yeah. do either. But um, yeah, I would say cycle-wise probably is, you know, I mean, the estrogen, depending how you're detoxifying it. Yeah, it was funny as well because I was reading they were saying that that's the time where you are more sensitive to the alcohol or the toxins of the alcohol. But it's also the time that women are more likely to drink because you're like, you know, annoyed with everybody, nothing's right. And then you have one drink, you're like, great, I feel great now. And then you have another one. So it's like the the best and the worst time for drinking probably. True. No, I was talking to a woman the other day and she was like, but I don't understand why I shouldn't drink because I'm so much better when I have two glasses of wine. She's literally like, but I'm literally my best self. And I just kind of like found it hard to argue with her, yeah, actually. I know. If you could only keep that for the whole day. I yeah. know, I know, exactly. I, yeah, no, I think it's nice. It's great to be able to get yourself, your body into a state where you can, like, I know that you do quite a lot of exercise as well, like, and I yeah. love that. That's Because I think you need that as much as, as anything yeah. to keep your to keep happy so do you have like a good little workout schedule or do you just do bits and I am I run but I have to say that I'm um yeah I run but I feel like walking do you know what I mean this is definitely something of getting older but walking and talking about consistency walking is just the best thing you can do because running for me so I either get into a real like groove of running and I'll go out three times a week four times a week and then sometimes I don't run at all because I just get out of the you know whereas walking is much more consistent it's yeah. much less challenging it's much less of a like get you you have to get their head out the door you yeah. know it's much easier to do so walking is really good and i try and do yoga yeah i try to do yoga so i probably try and do yoga once or twice a week and i'll probably if i'm on a good week run twice a week three you know that would be a good balance yeah i know i love the yoga i yeah. did one of your little half an hour yogas with oh, oh, is it tash tass yeah, yeah. tass yeah um, she's amazing that was really lovely yeah it's great isn't it it's yeah. so quick it gets you in such yeah. a good space so quickly yeah. that's what I love about it it's like kind of I don't know you just get very tuned in with it don't you yeah well they say that yoga isn't about the exercise it's about the brain yeah so actually if you can get into the flow of yoga and you know like I know that I've sometimes gone to the mat with like things on my mind yeah. and you go there to sort of get rid of those things it's amazing for that yeah. you know you like I get on the mat with a real issue on my head and I'm like burning to send a vicious email to someone or something <laughs> yeah. or like um, and then by the time you got off the mat you're like actually no I've got perspective on that and I can know yeah. how to handle it it's amazing for that yeah I was going to ask you about so with the gut health what is the difference with probiotic and prebiotics so would you recommend both Yes. But I think some people, and I certainly get slightly confused with the difference, but there's obviously, both um, are important, right? Both are really important. And actually, I would argue that if your, pre, well, if your prebiotic status is low, then the, there's no point taking probiotic. So my analogy for both is yeah. that the prebiotic is like the soil, and yeah. the probiotic is the plant that we're trying to grow. Uh, okay. So if the soil isn't good, then the plant won't right. grow. Okay. So basically, the prebiotic is what the bacteria, the probiotic, mm. feed on. And so prebiotics are things like fibre. So in our fibre, in our gut is what our bacteria feed off. That's why fibre is really important. Right. And yeah. the fact that our, our diets in general are like 25% of 25% only of the fibre that we need a day. So we need to eat 75% more. Wow. We're really low on fibre. Yeah. And so that's what a prebiotic is. And then the bacteria, which you'll find in the probiotic, yeah. feed on that back, feed on that fibre and they you know and that's what creates a healthy colony yeah and so the the fiber is not sort of all brown then the fiber is 
vegetables is it what would you like how would you yeah I mean I smile at all brown because actually all brown has like stood the test of time oh, yeah. it really it's has and first... actually it is fiber it right is fiber. okay but yeah I'm talking about things like fruits vegetables yeah um even seeds nuts nuts and seeds seeds are great ones you know they have a great um fiber quality and Oh, yeah, those would be the ones, I suppose. Yeah, but um, not so much grains then, because I always think that grain. I also eat a lot of rice, you. but is that then, that's not always so great. They do have, they do, they do, but I think that ones that are, you know, things like, things are, that are really good prebiotics are things like fennel, um, leeks, onion, garlic, those mm. things. Yeah. And was and they're, they're things uh, in grain are insoluble fibres, so they will help to move your bowel along, like right. they help, and they are good for you, they are good, but mm. the ones for the bacteria to grow off, are more the fruit and vegetables. Okay. With this year being very tricky, have, are you working more from home, or were you always doing a lot of your cooking and nutrition from home? So I do my, I do, I know. So I used to be very much in clinic, and obviously I haven't been. But actually, after the in the first lockdown, after about two weeks, so many people asking for point because I sort of gone, oh, I can't go to clinic, and then I was like, oh no, I have to. Yeah. I have to rework this because actually everybody wants to talk about their health. Yeah, and so I started doing it from home, and actually it's been really good. And I have to, I have been back into clinic, but now obviously not for um for for this month. But um, but I do it from home, and actually it works really. And I think people don't want to travel. I think that, no. you know, and they don't want to race across town unless they have to, and they don't have to to see me. Yeah, there are you know, it is nice to see someone in person. You can sort of diagnose quite a lot or you yeah. know sort of get of an idea from a lot in, in the, yeah. just by looking at somebody but that's okay I've just adapted my intake form is much more thorough now you know because I'm not going to see them in the flesh yeah. um and do you do it over zoom not. then or over yeah, zoom. Skype or something, yeah yeah we do zoom so and it works it's worked really really well and as I say I think people are just like I'm not going to spend 40 minutes rushing across yeah. town to get to an appointment that I don't necessarily need yeah. to be at yeah and how, so how do you find work at home Though, because it's quite hard sometimes to balance the kids and the house, like you know, especially having the fridge nearby or yeah. some laundry that you think maybe I should do that. Do you do you, are you quite disciplined? I'm quite disciplined because actually, I've, I suppose I've always worked when I'm not in clinic, I've worked at home. So, you know, when I was writing my book, I worked at home. When if I'm doing, I've been to, you know, if I ever do a course or a seminar or anything, I do it from home and all my Instagram stuff I do around the house. So, and, and I suppose I'm, yeah, I'm quite disciplined. I'm quite good. Yeah, because you're very consistent, actually. That's what I always oh. think is very impressive. I'm really, I work quite hard yeah. on it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good, though. It's really nice. I mean, it, and it's lovely medium as well, the social media, because it's, you know, it's free access for everybody, really, isn't it? So yeah. it's, you know, you're giving you... a lot to the community as well. Yeah. Well, do you know, yeah. I suppose that was the other thing during COVID. I was like, what do you do to help? Like, you know... And so, and that's why I sort of got into just sharing some plans with people that normally I wouldn't share. But I just thought actually people are stuck at home next to their fridge. Yeah. So let's turn that into a positive thing because actually you could really feel people were struggling. Yeah. And I thought, well, if I can do that, then that's not yeah. so difficult. And are you sending out your five day plan? Looks amazing because yeah. I think that is a big thing with the um, doing the juicing and stuff for yourself is that people will think, oh, I haven't got time, or I've got to cook for my kids. Yeah. But so you send out like a whole week plan for people. Yeah, so the five-day plan is just, yeah, so people literally, and that's actually what people always say, they're like, I didn't have to think yeah. for five days. Yeah, and they, amazing. You know, there's literally breakfast, lunch, dinner yeah. gets delivered to you every day. And so, yeah, I mean, it's really terrible business model. I mean, honestly, making it fresh, delivering it fresh every single day, people are like, why would you do that? That's so much work. But actually, yeah. it's I do really love doing it, and it's really, it's um, sort of like a 
passion project because it's to show people that how if even just five days of eating it's not even fasting it's nothing it's not challenging on that sort of level but it's just eating a really dreadful term but clean diet for five days and how different you can feel because actually that's where things like plans come into play you know if you're feeling really rough and you're just like oh my god eat another bag of crisps or drink another glass of wine yeah it's just not working for me it's just not working for me how do I stop it just focusing getting sort of getting into that like looking into okay you know I'm going to get through this for three days five days and then at the other side you feel like a totally different person and ready to re-engage with taking care of yourself and a bit more balance I mean I'm literally the most unbalanced person on the planet like I will go out go large yeah and then I'll be like no I'm going to be really healthy and over the years I've got more balance but that you know, yeah that was definitely my MO I think it's yeah it's like you're my life goal is it to get the balance right <laughs> yeah. and I keep thinking I've really nailed it this I, yeah I went out I had one glass I had two glasses of wine <laughs> then I went home I was completely fine and then and then like a couple of weeks later I'll be like Okay, that night I didn't. Why did I have a shot of Patron? Why was that? Again? Why did I have two shots of Patron? That was such a bad. Why didn't I remember? It's like it's like a short-term memory loss for about three weeks. You go, yeah. Oh God. But then also, though, sometimes those nights. I was. I went. I went to London to stay with my friend like a couple of months ago, and I was working the next day. And I was dancing in her kitchen at four o'clock in the morning. And I was like, but it was the best time. I had the best time. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm not apologising for that. I, yeah. You know, I might feel really shocking today. Yeah. But you know, sometimes, if you have a really good time, yeah. then I think, and if you're doing this something different, reason. yeah, yeah. If you're just sitting at home on your own, then that's then you're gonna feel shit. Yeah. You? yeah. Yeah. That's true. But if you go, yeah, you do. You need the interaction with people, don't you? Yeah. Sometimes it's just to dance. I think that's probably what I've missed quite a lot is, and I'm not a big dancer, but you know, just like that thing of going somewhere and having a silly night is, yeah. quite, is necessary sometimes. Yeah. Especially for, well, I think for me it is. That's for yeah. sure. I just need, I think I just need to check on my liver though because I definitely my last hangover was too yeah too bad. It's worth. Doing. I was actually feeling a bit anxious as well. I was feeling a bit panicky. I was like. <gasps> feel really shit yeah yeah anxiety yeah anxiety and i never have had that before but i think yeah so that's something that i know and a lot of people get it so i've been lucky i think yeah yeah lots of people really lots of people do get it i wonder i mean it might be worth see that's when i just think actually it's quite nice to do something the other opposite like go and do a liver cleanse or yeah or just or like the five-day plan i mean the five-day plan is just delivered in london around these parts but um, all the recipes are always online so you could um, anyone could follow it or do something yeah. similar I think that we, we are quite tough on our bodies aren't we they're, they're, yeah. you know we don't really look after them as well. we're not educated to work, know how they work very well either so yeah. I find really amazing about you know you think oh god I don't really know how my lymphatic system works so I don't know how, how my digestive system works but so it's not really surprising and, and there's so many little things I think it's funny actually because when people come and see me I think they want the magic pill and I'm like I think you need to do hot and cold showers and go for a walk every day and they're just like well that's underwhelming I'm like do it just do yeah. it do little there's tiny yeah. little things that you need to incorporate into your hot again for consistency yeah. that you can carry on doing for always yeah. that will help you stay well it's not just take it I mean yeah of course I do supplement protocols but it's not just you want to have something that gives you longevity in that feeling of wellness and those are little lifestyle things often yeah. more than more than taking a vitamin yeah or whatever it's so it really comes back to your background are you growing up in that sort of holistic complementary yeah. world yeah that and also so your important. body works so you know everything works together like when you start looking at the functionality of how the body works and from a functional medicine point of view it's unbelievable the, the crossovers and links you know everyone's now talking about the gut brain axis but it's all of it it yeah. all works together yeah you know and your hormone the hormone 
minefield, which is a minefield, yeah. is all linked with it too. Yeah, yeah. It must have been very interesting studying it then, actually. Yeah, it really is. And actually, so I just did my functional medicine um, stuff and I've just started a master's in nutrition. Oh, brilliant. And it is really interesting. I mean, yeah. it's, you know, it's a great, it's a really interesting field. A, the functional medicine bit's quite complicated, but nutrition is just an ever-changing field. It's like they're always finding out new things. Yeah. I, I love the idea of um, the it being a complementary medicine, and not I, I don't like the word alternative because I think it's not there's nothing alternative about looking after your health. Mm-hmm. It's like, but it's it is quite preventative health, isn't it? So mm-hmm. it can be used more to stop you getting really sick later on yeah. down the line. But it's so weird that it's even called complementary actually, because what you put in your mouth yeah. is actually just what you are. I mean, it's yeah. like. <laughs> yeah. it's like, it's like this is the fuel you're yeah. putting in your body to ask and asking your body to do what you want it to do when you need the right fuel to do that. Yeah. So, um, but it's yeah, complementary. But it is. It's I mean, soft, it is. isn't it? Complementary. Well, I suppose when you start talking supplementing and stuff like that, yeah, then that does. But the nutrition side of things, it's such a. It always baffles me that it's even like a. Thing. It shouldn't be in the alternative health category no, in any it way. Be should part it? Of the, it should be in health. It should be, yeah, it should be part of the NHS. Yeah. Well, actually, then. NHS are much better with it now. Yeah, but I still get doctors kicking back and going, well, you know, I don't believe in nutritionists. And, you know, I got a letter from one doctor. It wasn't a letter to me, but it was a handout saying that it's just been proven that and, and what you eat has nothing to do with heart health. Yeah. And I was like, are you kidding? Like, that's ridiculous. I mean, the British Heart Foundation would be kicking off if they could read this letter. Yeah. So. I know it's weird, isn't it, that actually the doctors don't get nutritional training during their. No. Some countries they do apparently. Yeah. I think Sweden they do. I definitely think it's a you know I definitely think that that's changing. Mm. You know, loads of doctors I talk to now. I, there are lots of them are doing their functional medicine, but lots of them are very open and work well. You know, work we work well together. And yeah. So. Um, yeah, I know so I it's quite changing. nice seeing um, recently them saying that um, vitamin D is important for people. Yeah. You know, to fighting off viruses, you're like, yes, yes. I love that they're saying. They could have said that in May or <laughs> April, but that's okay. That's you know, okay. yeah, exactly. eight months later, <laughs> yeah, because it's much more empowering for people, isn't it? So what you know, what you do to, is telling people that they can actually yeah. control, like feeling anxiety is. You don't need to take a pill for that. Yeah. You actually need to. <clears throat> Stop drinking. <laughs> Look after your liver. Yeah, yeah, do some hot and cold showers. You know, so well, you take it breathe, back. Yeah, and breathing. I mean, I, I yeah, I mean, bre- things like breathing are so crazily powerful, mm. you know. But just, I, and it is actually about giving people the pat, that sort of power, feeling of power, and empowering them to know that how they can help themselves. Yeah, you know, and that I suppose is when you do things like a anti-inflammatory plan or you know whatever you do. That's what I mean. People learn from it, and they're like, "Oh, actually, okay, I can make all this food, and it makes me feel this way." Yeah. Or I can, you know, and I've got it in my in my arsenal yeah. of you know useful tools, so I can use it when I need it. Yeah. And that's what's really important. I think I'm not saying don't eat donuts or drink because yeah. everybody wants to eat donuts at some point. Yeah. I don't know why I always use donuts as an example because I don't not I don't really fan. like donuts. I'm yeah. not a massive fan. <laughs> I like pizza. <laughs> yeah. just, you know, but there's always this time and space for that. But it's also giving people the education and understanding of how they can make themselves feel better too. Yeah, and why it's happening to you, rather than just yeah. saying take exercise or eat this, so you, you can explain a bit more of actually why that's important. Yeah, exactly. And um, you have really amazing skin. My, oh. my friend Tracy was like, can you ask her what she uses on her skin? It's like, oh, maybe quickly. But do you think that comes from your 
from your lifestyle, really? Well, I do know what I've been doing it a long time and taking care. I've also not been taking care, but uh, at taking care at the same time. Yeah. So, um, and I, yeah, I mean, I think I don't know. I, I, I'm very lucky with my skin. I'd say I think probably something to do with genetics. Too. Yeah. Um, but also, I tell you what, I do. I'm a big, big fan of is microneedling. Yeah. So that's what. So people often ask, "What do I yeah. do?" And microneedling is something that I do, and it works yeah. really well. For yeah, me it works really well. Oh, I've tried that. Yeah, it makes your skin look really blotchy to start with, doesn't it? And then yeah. it kind of boosts the yeah. collagen. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because I've got quite baggy, like deep set eyes, so for that bit under my eyes, it's quite good. But that's sort of what I do. Um, but I think definitely, I suppose what you eat. Yeah. You know, I think it does. It kind of shines through, doesn't it? Yeah. And it's not. And I. Th- and then again, and then it comes back to the same thing of consistency. You know, you can't do it for two weeks and expect it. You yeah. Know, I've been doing it for a long time. Yeah. Before. Exfoliation as well. My daughter was like, "You need to exfoliate, mummy." It's like, okay, not yeah. just once, not just once every three months. Your skin's amazing. You're like glowing. You're glowing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Oh, thank it's been you. So lovely to talk to you about everything. It's been so lovely to see you. Thank you yeah. for coming all this oh, way. You're amazing. And um, if anybody wants to find you, so much stuff on your website because yes. you're doing lots of stuff on social media. The five day plan you can send out. Yes. Your recent juice. That was amazing. Yeah, yeah. there's so lots. Just, I mean, yeah. we'll be doing lots. I think in the new year, rather than getting everybody on a crazy, sort of crazy detox, I'm going to just do something called the, my timeless plan, which is literally three meals a day. Yeah, like, just normal. Nice. Right, just let's get back into the new year. Yeah, and let's not set ourselves up to fail. Just doing. What is it called? Did you say? It's the timeless plan. The timeless plan. It's just like it's yeah. just just common sense, basically. You're definitely people are going to be coming to you for that. Nutrition for mere mortals. That's why. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's just like we are mere mortals. Let's just eat in January. And Once it's much done. more likely to carry on then, isn't it? That's the yeah, thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, everybody will be coming to you in January. That's probably like your biggest, biggest, busiest month, isn't it? January's quite busy, but actually February's busier because I feel like in January people have still got their tails between their legs. Yeah. I remember my first year in clinic in January, I was like, ready, 4th of January, ready, <laughs> and nothing. And I was like, wow. And then over the years I've realised that people, take, they tend, they sort of warm up in January, it takes a little while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Lovely to talk to you. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Please take a moment to rate or review the show and also share it with anyone that you think might enjoy it. You can follow me on Instagram at Tilly at Home With or email me tillyathomewith at gmail.com.